Just okay. shit on all my ideas. Okay. Give us some more. Yeah, give us <laughs> Do you guys That's think... That's the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Debates on Tap. Uh, this is a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I am Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm still Vargas. Yay. And we're all back together. The band's back together. I'm so Here excited. It is. Speaking of bands being back together. Dude. Let's, yeah, let's jump into that. It's or all new Let's jump us. into your beer. Oh. And then we'll jump into that. Hop, the, the opening's pretty small. Well, I mean, I was taught not to dive. I was taught not to dive into water that you can't see. No, no, let's hop into Ooh, the beer. Ooh, nice. I, I brought Epic's. Uh, or a crazy mountain lava lake. Sorry, epic is the other one I wanted to bring. But. Crazy mountain <laughs> lava lake. It is a wit. It is crazy mountain. Yep. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Epic is the one I wanted to bring, but it only came in packs of four because it was 11 percent alcohol. Oh Jesus. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I the first couple of sips were very floral, refreshing, and pretty botanic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's what it says on the can. You guys can't see that. But. <laughs> Don't ruin his perfect review. But uh, I, I like it. I mean, I like the foxiness of it. Where's this uh, based out of? Oh, on it's on Crazy Mountain. Crazy Mountain. You know the, <laughs> you know the Crazy Mountain. Oh, look, you can. Keep uh, it's Denver, Colorado. Ah, Colorado. So this is going to be like my shitty, like wine review of this beer. Okay. <laughs> This tastes like a beer that would taste good with food. Oh, yeah, yeah, like sure, some sure. some kind of... Paired with something? Like a, you know, whatever. Salad. Because it's got flowers in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I can always read you. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you know, they're like, oh, this wine is good with... Right, right, right. This beer tastes like it would yeah. be good with some... Food. I don't know what kind. It's right. Cool. That's why I said it was shitty. It's called Lava Lake. I don't know if you said that. Sorry. Yes, I did. I was busy talking about Epic <laughs> and Crazy Mountain. It's yeah, I like it. I'm yeah, into it. And I liked how all their beers at the at the old beer store had all the like on very written very plainly on the front the alcohol percentage, what the IBUs are, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I wish more beers beers I don't know or not familiar Just with put it out there. would do that. Yeah, yeah, so you don't have to look. At the back of the can and try to find it in all the tiny little parts. Or Google it. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, there are some that don't have anything on I the hate can. Being that guy when you're like standing, you're like, nah, I'm not going to research this beer while I'm right, standing right, in front right. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel you. Now back to the band thing. So, yeah. So the, our, the whole group's what's new. Man, we saw Metallica on Wednesday night and it was. You guys went without me? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, almost the whole crew. Oh, oh. No, it was. Bella went. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. It was so great. They they submitted their whole... I mean, they, obviously, they're one of the best rock bands of all time, but they are definitely one of the best rock metal bands ever to walk They the set a record at the Sprint Center yep. for attendance. Oh, they did? I didn't yeah, see that. People oh, no. sell out, but the actual yeah. attendance there was the highest it's ever been. Yeah, on a Wednesday night. A Wednesday yeah. night. It's crazy. Blake Shelton was just there on Friday night. And, and Eric and Church did, was on Saturday or whatever. And didn't do it. Couldn't do it, people. <laughs> that was for Eric Church and Blake Shelton. Respectful. Respectively, well, and again, what still like blows me away is those dudes are like our dad's age, mm-hmm. and they still like get on stage. Oh yeah, and rock that for hard. two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. Still doing it, man. Like it's they were flawless. They were phenomenal. It was awesome. So much fun. Yeah, it was cool. Cool show. Guys, scream. Fuck, fuck Napster. That yeah. was good. <laughs> we sadly did not get a text back from Metallica's. But what uh, is your guys's take on concert etiquette? So. Oh, you know true. the guys who almost got in a fight? Yeah. Because one guy was standing 
and just refused to sit down mm-hmm. and the people behind him. So I went back and forth on this. I think the guy nicely, it looked like nicely asked him like, can you sit down? So the whole row doesn't have yeah, to stand to up. To preface this, the people who were standing were in the very front row of very the, front. of the deck or the upper deck we were yeah, on. They were in front of the bars. To yeah. Hold people and they from were, falling. they, I mean, sure. They were standing up the end, like basically like for the first time, like, and it, it was a while before those guys said anything. Yeah. It so, was like two songs. Oh, I thought it was longer than that. I mean, at least two songs. So, I mean, at least 10 minutes. Oh, I, I could have swore it was like 30 minutes to an hour. Either way. But, but yeah, sure. But yeah. So. But then, but they stood the whole time. So what is your guys' take? Who, who's the asshole? Because here's the thing. They, they had a peacock standoff. Yeah. After, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just it, stared it was at each weird, other yeah, down. They, they were just talking. And then suddenly it, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like one dude peacocked. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. yeah. So, so the guys stand who still stood up now have to worry about getting sucker punched. And the guys behind them are still pissed off because nobody's sitting down. So no one's having a good time out of this group. So who's the asshole? So here's what I'll say. Like, first and foremost, you're at a rock concert, right? Yeah. You can't expect it's, you know, it's not a symphony orchestra performance. Yeah. Right. You bought a seat, but you can't go expecting to be seated, hands folded, watching. The I show would agree with that. Time. Yeah, but on the flip side, don't be the dick that stands up in front. So like both sides mm-hmm. have arguments. Right. You know, like the guys in the and be- behind them ended up leaving. Yeah, they, they and just, when they, they left, one of the two guys sat down, and yeah. I was like, "That's that's a real dick." Move. Like clearly, <laughs> you were just standing up to be a dick. Oh yeah, uh, I, I I'm kind of like Vargas, and, and I think even Brian too. I, I go back and forth on it. Like, yeah, we're at like the Sprint Center. We are on. We are up higher. And there are seats, you know, and everything like that. But, but at the same time, it's it's a rock it's metal. It's rock metal show. You know, it's rock and. But do you need to stand for nothing else matters? Probably not. Yeah. You probably could have sat down for that. Yeah. So, you know, I think they. But you know, who knows? Whatever. Yeah, they know. both kind of. They all looked. I don't think we would have gotten along with any of them. So no, they looked not friendly. <laughs> put it that way <laughs> not approachable <laughs> here's, here's the thing that i don't understand is like was the was the ga sold out like they could have crammed and i guess it's, it's it was sprint center was sold out it was about yeah. a it's about a capacity thing I yeah guess. more than like fire how codes, many people you can yeah. actually put on that little floor of the sprint center right it just you know like if you want to go stand up there should be like a standing room only sure areas yeah. where you can like go and stand up if you have a ticket but I don't know. It, like I said, maybe even he could have done every other song. Like, hey, man, if a banger comes on, if Master of Puppets comes on, I'm going to stand up. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone should be standing up with Master of Puppets. Right. Like, <laughs> but when nothing else, like, we, we got lucky because we were one row from the back of the yeah. section. And so they were standing. We they were standing already. <laughs> yeah. And even more than that, the two people behind us mm. fucked off somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't worry about it. But. I was very concerned about those people behind us that they were just going to be loud and shouting oh, the entire time. The two loud ones left. So we got lucky. We did. Uh, but he, outside of that, Vargas, what's new with you? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Sam's coming into town for Comic-Con at, Yay. The, at, at the end of the month. So that's, that's awesome. exciting. I bought my tickets today. So you guys don't have to come with me if you don't want to. <laughs> you have someone else. I have someone else. We had go. a great time last time. I, I did Yeah, I was going to say oh. I had a great time. <laughs> I didn't. Brian it was mostly just was, standing. It was all standing. And you, you what thought you were standing for. And you thought there was a board game section. There was no board game. Yeah, section. yeah. That's mainly why I went. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll go check out some board game stuff. And nope. 
And then the guy really tried to. Have we talked about that on the podcast when he really tried to sell you on his sci-fi novel? Oh, we had to have talked. about Oh yeah, that, we did. Right? We, we we talked about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Because I'm pretty sure we went to Comic- <laughs> last year. We went to Comic Con and then just came home yeah. and podcasted. Yeah. So pretty sure probably we yeah. We talked about that guy. Go yeah. check that out. Ooh, buddy. He but. really wanted to say that book. <laughs> and he was about aliens. He picked the right guy. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, his was, sales pitch was not. I was not feeling. I was not. I was not. Picking up what he it left. Down. It left things to be desired. Well, Sales pitch was not 100. He, he basically started with, "Oh, this is book four in my 13 part <laughs> series, or whatever the hell it was." It's like, Self published. Yeah. I put this all out on the internet. Okay, just download a PDF. Yeah, uh, I'm okay. No thanks. I don't want to re- read your <laughs> shitty George R. R. Martin space opera. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm fine. I can live without it. I'd read that George R. R. Martin in space if it's just. <laughs> Him as a character in okay, space. I've got a new comic book. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> he just needs to fucking finish those books. Um, no, he's too busy having space adventures. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's out there fucking off in Pluto. <laughs> so I just... With his fat in, neck beard fighting in aliens. Pluto. That's why he hasn't... Yeah. He's too busy, man. He's inside Pluto. It's like John Carter of Mars, but it's George R.R. of Earth. And he's just on Pluto <laughs> sweating in his... Space suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sweat in his eyes. That's why he can't run. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what's happening. Sorry, so that really tickled me. <laughs> I recently watched a documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That you both need to go watch. So help me if it's Wild Wild Country. It was Wild Wild Country. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, I have a different one, too. It's called Beyond the Curve. Oh, my God. I watched it already. It's so oh good. Oh my god! So well, two two down, one to go. Yeah, I know. I need to jump on that train. So it's it's for those who don't know, it is a documentary about people who believe. Yeah, and I know you're going to call me crazy for thinking that there are people out there who believe this, but there are. It's about people who believe in flat Earth, that the world is flat, and it mainly focused. There's a hundred subsects of people who who think whatever. It's a disc. It's uh, in a dome, blah, blah, blah. So this one mainly focuses on the dome. Uh, note to self for later, the first hashtag of this episode is going to be flat earth. We're going to get a million hits. I'm yeah, so 100%. Excited. So very 100%. Uh, so it, it, it follows Mark Sargent, who's a huge name. Mm-hmm. Uh, in he has a YouTube channel that got thousands of hits, whatever. It follows him and kind of it's like his story. Uh, it also follows or talks about Math Powerland, who is quote unquote credited for like the resurgence of flat earth. Interesting. He was the artist contracted by NASA who went to like a NASA party and said, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Some NASA executive told him it's all fake and the earth is flat. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. His YouTube channel is fucking bananas. <laughs> oh boy. He just sits around and yells at a camera, talks shit on Mark Sargent and anyone else in flat earth calling them shills. Oh all, shit. Dude, it's that's the mark of a good conspiracy theory. When the people in the theory, think the other people in the theory when, are also when, when you start using math like adding people's names together to prove that they're fake yeah. people that's the stuff that just oh, yeah. like uh-huh. yep I'm in like yeah <laughs> the, they did a really good job about not shaming flat earth no that documentary is one of the best it's I've seen really well done it's, it's regardless yeah. of subject matter the facts are just presented it does right yeah it does there's no not, judgment being cast yeah. it's just both sides here their here their arguments here their i mean at the beginning when so they talked to the flat earth people for probably 15 minutes and then they cut to a bunch of i told you this brendan they cut to a mm. bunch of scientists <laughs> and it's just like them just like 
<laughs> yeah, people believe that. They, yep, yep, they do. But there's so there's two main viewpoints, and it's a psychologist that brings it up in the documentary oh, yeah. about how the problem is is these people don't have anything that makes them feel special, so they glob onto these crazy things that do make them feel special and they connect right. with other people. Right. But the the thing that he is afraid that society is pushing these people to the fringes, and that basically we're going to lose them, and they're just mm-hmm. going to be these lost people that, that have nothing but this one thing. Yeah. And so they're not going to be part of society anymore. But then the flip side of that, Scott Kelly, an astronaut who was on the space station for, I think two years straight. Yeah. He was, he set the record for the longest time. In space. Yeah. He came down and he talks about the, the actual dangers of it. Oh yeah. Because if you look at people in our current government and other governments who are climate change deniers and yeah. things like that, he's like that. This is the problem with this line of thinking. Very slippery you, slope. Yeah. When yeah. you go down that, where, where do you stop? And then, you get people in power who make decisions that are just ignore science, right. basically. Well, and I've talked about this with the guys at work before. Is like, you know, flat Earth is not like it, it is observable. You know, the, the world looks flat. Yep. But once you say I don't believe science, then this, yeah, it is that slippery slope where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so now the Holocaust didn't happen, and and right, now yeah. the moon is hollow, mm-hmm. and you know, and there are reptile the, people who live underneath <laughs> us. Yeah, the reptilians are taking, you know, <laughs> but it's just like it's that snowball effect yeah. that is the danger where it's yeah. like, yeah, what what is real if the Earth isn't round? Well, see, and that's what's so interesting about well, one flat Earth conspiracy is is a ama- it's so interesting because. Like we had talked about, like Vice did a really sweet like mini doc of they, where they went to the Flat Earth Convention, yeah. and they're basically going around talking to people and blah blah blah. Oh, the dude with the van. Yeah, we're like, but it's so interesting. I think even last podcast and left, they brought up in their flat Earth uh, stuff in how like the majority of the flat Earthers have no consensus on what the flat Earth actually means. Right. Yeah, it's like seventy. You know I mean? Well, it's like seventy percent of them believe in this dome. Yeah, and then there's nine hundred other beliefs, and the rest of the thirty percent are just all over. And the it's board. so all over the place. It's so fascinating because I mean, I, I think you had mentioned they bring it up on the documentary, but you know, flat Earth is is a fairly recent conspiracy theory. Yeah, twenty fifteen is whenever it like, yeah, took and, off and again. It, it, before that, it was basically on the back message boards of dark, like dark, you know, crazy websites. Yeah, when, like 4chan we, and when we went and to shit. space, they kind of disproved flat Earth. Yeah. From the whenever people f- were sailing right. around the world, but it's one of those things that it was never really it wasn't like a real thing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like an actual it wasn't a belief. belief. Yeah, until 2015, whenever like there was a couple big names in the flat Earth world decided, hey, no, it is flat. It's like, oh, okay. And so they they do two. They talk about two experiments. One is this gyroscope thing, and it fails. And they're like, well, it's oh. not in the right container. And yeah. then they put it in that container, and it fails again. And well, we're going to get a different. Container. We're going to get a different <laughs> yeah. one, and yeah. that'll prove it. The best one is at the end, and I won't spoil it for people. It's so good. But a flat earth believer disproves himself. On camera. And then on camera, (laughs) it happens live. There are a lot of good faces made. So I won't, again, I don't want to spoil it because I want people to go watch it because it's actually a brilliant documentary. But the the last thing this flat earther is doing this experiment, and as as soon as he realizes it fails, he just goes, Huh. <laughs> and it cut. The documentary cuts. Yeah. It's so great. Do they bring up the dude who built the rocket? No, they don't bring up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so re- up. in the past like year or two, there was a guy who he had been trying. He was a flat earther and wanted to build a rocket to fly up as far as high as he could go. Yep. And to prove that, hey, I, if I can see that the earth is flat, all you guys are wrong. And basically it was like a back and forth between the government and this guy 
where they wouldn't let him do but, it because it wasn't safe and he but couldn't the, go into the, the sky. The aside to that is like, it's not like he was like an astronaut. Scientist. No, he was just he a was guy. Like, he was like a bus driver right. mashed with evil Knievel. So, yeah. so he, I, if I'm wanting As to say... As most bus driver, drivers are. Right. <laughs> if I remember right, reading about this guy, he did it twice. He did it once and he didn't get high enough. Yeah. He built it again and went way the fuck up there. Yeah. And has not talked since. Like everyone, people after he got back, everyone asked, "So what'd you see?" And he's just like, "Huh? Don't, don't want to talk see, about, see about what? What I do? What happened? I don't. I don't. I didn't so see anything." Since he has gone on his Why journey, is your voice so high. Yeah. <laughs> he has not talked about anything related to what he saw because he saw the reptilians. Yeah, probably. He saw Alaska. Crawling Australia on. didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, saw the, the opening right. to the Hollow Earth. Yeah, and but I will say that. In that vice doc, they have like these uh, these people were selling these like wooden maps that showed how the Earth, oh, yeah. like the I'm sorry, the sun like went around the flat Earth. Uh-huh. It was super cool. Yeah, like that's, that's actually a really they cool. Show, design. They show them. Yeah, it's like this. They like this. Uh, Mark Sargent has like this coffee yeah. table mm-hmm. thing, and yeah, it's like this motorized. It yeah. shows like it shows how everything moves around. I was like, man, that's I would own that because that's, that's cool see, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I would legit buy that. Yeah, because it's so interesting looking. I want to get the one though that has the, the ring of ice with the extra continents on the outside. Oh yeah, that's, that's my favorite flag. Yeah, right? we can't get past yeah, the yeah. ring of ice. Right, yeah. right. Well, because NASA has troops stationed. Right. They, it was funny because they referenced Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, this is the, the outer. And then they were talking to the camera. And they were like, this is the outer wall. Think of Game of Thrones, the yeah. the wall. <laughs> it's like two hundred feet high of ice. And I was just like, are you? Do you not think we can fly over 200 feet of ice now? NASA won't let you, man. NASA won't let you. Yeah, yeah. It's all a big cover-up. That is true. Anyway, let's not turn this into a Flat Earth podcast. Well, Hashtag Brandon, Flat Earth. What's new <laughs> Research with, Flat Earth. What's new with you? Uh, two things. Uh, recently on Netflix, I finished uh, Russian Doll, which is... A, I've heard that's really good. It's awesome. I joked around. I talked to Brian about it the other day, and I joked like, yeah, it's not that great. And he's like, oh, I heard both things. I was like... I'm kidding. It's really great. I was trying to do a bit. It didn't work. Um, but no, he had to explain what a bit was. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But right. it's so so good. I whenever I first saw the previews and jumped into it, I thought it was gonna be Groundhog Day where it just reset yeah. constantly. But no, she, it resets whenever she dies and to like the night of the party. Right. So there's times in the sh- in the show where she so goes like a, a few days into the future. So it's Happy Death Day to you, basically. But it's it's. <laughs> It's so it's like it's so genuine. It's so funny. It's yeah. like I was telling Brian that in the first episode, like whenever it resets, she notices something different in the environment, and then oh. from then on, it's like every time it resets, I'm I was looking at like different things and to see how things changed. That's you know? cool. But when Lata- Natasha Leone, who she co-created it with, I mean, or created it with uh, Amy Poehler, and then I forget the other gal's name, um, but that they are the driving force of the series, and Natasha Leone stars in it, and she is phenomenal. She's so funny. So hilarious. There's a whole sequence um, where stairs keep killing her. And it's like her just constantly trying to find new ways down the stairs. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but I highly, highly recommend that show. It's on Netflix. Russian it's Doll. Yep. Russian Doll. And it's it's awesome. Uh, the second thing is, I know Vargas and I, we saw Captain Marvel Oh yeah. Uh, the other night. And Captain Marvel is a phenomenal movie. And I highly recommend everyone go see that as well. Um, Super fun. Right. Super fun movie. I think in... in uh, and another thing... At the end, uh, next week, yeah, I think we're going to dive into a couple things with yeah. Captain Marvel. But needless to say, I don't want to spoil anything. It's it's a phenomenal movie. Has a lot of heart. Has it's very genuine. It's hilarious. It becomes kind of a buddy cop movie between Nick Fury and mm-hmm. Carol Danvers, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's um, cool to see. Um, you know, because Kevin Feige has said that Captain Marvel is the strongest character in the MCU. Yeah, so it's it's really cool to see her bringing a lot of character to it. You know, yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't, 
just punch her way out of every situation. And that's that's what I loved about it is that it's 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 like a pseudo origin story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you drop you drop right into her story. She already has her power. She's working with the Kree and everything like that. And then everything uh, she finds out is through like flashbacks or memories and right. gaining her memory back. So it's a very interesting way that's done. Um, but no, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. I was talking kind of to, I think both you guys about where it would rank in the Marvel universe, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would say that even though I, I highly enjoyed it, and the more I talk about it, the more I love it. It's still not like a Winter Soldier or Thor Ragnarok or well, Guardians or anything like that. It but. doesn't bring a lot of new things to the table, right? In right, terms right. of a superhero movie, yeah, it's yeah. a good version of a superhero. Yeah. You know, it's it's an Iron Man. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's it and, just and doesn't. It's not very. Right. I'll say fresh. Right, yeah. And it, it's still like, I, I know I read a funny review by a guy I like who's like, yeah, Captain Marvel's fine, but Marvel Universe is fine. You know, like it's, it was going to be a right. fine movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I, I mean, going back to your point about her character, I really liked how, like she wants to be a hero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, she does not go through that whole thing like I told Brian about where she's like, oh, should I do this or should I be a hero? No, she's like headstrong, genuine, and wants to, wants to be a hero. Well, she's, yeah, she's really got <clears throat> the mindset of, uh, a serviceman mm-hmm. you know she's she's a, right. an air force captain in her human life and she has that mindset the whole time she wants to serve she wants to protect right. she wants to do all that stuff which mm-hmm. i thought was very cool yeah and the last thing i'll say before we move on is that i really enjoyed how there are some very familiar uh comic book things marvel things that are kind of turned on their head in, oh in, in the boy <laughs> that i was genuinely like oh shit like that's that's super interesting i They're think gonna, everyone was yeah so it, it's pretty awesome but but yeah, I highly recommend it, and hopefully we can get Brian to see it before it comes out on Blu-ray. So yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> on a Tuesday at at, at <laughs> two p.m., I'll be there. And six it, weeks from now, and it's got me even more excited to see Endgame. So I'm very, very next excited. month, I know, man. It's, that's crazy to think. <laughs> oh shit, I do have to see it before that. <laughs> yeah, God damn yeah, it. You do. I don't want to see two movies in <laughs> in a <laughs> <This> year. year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've met my quota. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that brings us to last week. Which, Vargas, are you, you guys ready? You said on Twitter you had the unequivocal definitive answer. I and do. I feel like you were doing a bit after Brennan explained to me what it was. <laughs> I think you were doing a bit. No, I, re- I really ha- okay. I have. I have the answer. So I did my research. Last I, week was. Last week on last podcast. God like, damn it. That's from Dragon Ball Z. Is that another bit? That's another one. So this last, is the last podcast. Bits last, on the, it's all over the place. Last week it was Goku versus Superman, right? And I said, I forgot. By the way, I watched, I re, I found uh, there's a Funimation channel for anyone interested in watching any of the Dragon Ball stuff that's dubbed. Mm-hmm. There's a Funimation channel on PlayStation, and you can do 30 days free. I think you can do all free, but it has ads. Mm-hmm. But I forgot in the first episode of Dragon Ball they they introduced Goku yeah. as a child. Yeah, and, he, and I forgot his dick's out. His dick is out for like like <laughs> twice. Yeah. It's His just, little animated it's dick is just out there. He's out, and I'm like, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, "Do we need to see his dick?" I get that he's a kid, and I'm like, he has no care in the world. But what are we doing? Why are we drawing a little, a little well, you? Well, is all it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wiener, well, right well, out there. Well, wiener. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go continue. And he really likes uh, Bulma's underwear. Mm-hmm. In that, well, that's, I, I forgot why he was so dumb, and it's because he raised himself. Yeah. From like age one to. <laughs> Ten or whatever, he has no gu- guidance. Like he doesn't know what a car. He fights a car because he thinks it's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh gosh. Uh, so I I I did my research. I watched the first couple episodes of Dragon Ball because they were on um, Hulu. Oh, so you read the first episodes of Dragon yeah, Ball? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 
I don't know. Those didn't really count toward the argument, I think, because it's like... You have to get to the end of that season before he beats people up. Well, and you have to, like, Dragon Ball Z and stuff is when Goku really takes off power-wise. Anyway, so I watched a bunch of YouTube videos that explained, (laughs) like, you know, the extent of Goku's powers, where it goes, all that kind of stuff. And I, I did learn some interesting things. So Goku really, like, he is, like, the fighter. Right, mm-hmm. I will say this: like, you put Goku up against Batman, Iron Fist, Shang sure, Chi. Yeah. I mean, up. all yeah. those dudes. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no chance. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was crazy was that Goku's powers don't come from a supernatural thing. It is all. It is no. It's all training. He learned how to harness these chi powers, which right. in the Dragon Ball universe anybody can do. Right, right, right. It's just a thing that people mm-hmm. have in this universe. Um, so some of the things that he has... Oh, and Key is not magic. No. He's he, like there, there's a big energy. difference in the Dragon Ball universe right, between right, right. Key and magic. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so Key only works on people with negative emotions, negative energy inside of them. Ooh. Um, some of the powers that he gets from that instant teleportation, the after image technique, which is kind of like the flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can read minds. Um, he has the power pole, which is magic, which I thought was interesting. That's mm-hmm. the little, his little extendo pole. Yep. Um, he's got the sensu beans that Brian talked about that bring him back to like full power and health or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his little flying nimbus cloud. Ooh. Which I enjoyed. I love that cloud. Yeah. <laughs> it's anthropomorphic, so it, it, sometimes they give it feelings and stuff. It <laughs> sasses him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gives him some sass. Um, and, and so before, before he went Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan, <laughs> yeah. he went to Super Saiyan 4, which is 4,000 times his base power. Right. So whatever. Goku's like the guy. He benches anyway. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but Goku's biggest strength or biggest, sorry, weakness, yeah. the opposite of what I said, um, was that he uh, he avoids unfair advantages like completely. Yep. So he doesn't want to fight anybody. That he knows he'll lose um, to. Unless... <laughs> No, no, the opposite, the opposite. Basically, right? No, no, the opposite. He doesn't want to fight people (laughs) weaker than him. And he... he, Oh, I see what you're saying. And as Brian said, he has no formal education. Yeah, dumb dumb (laughs) as a box of rocks. (laughs) Only fights and learns how to fight. And eats. And eats. He does eat. Um, Okay, so on the flip side for Superman, uh, I didn't realize that his heat vision drained his solar radiation energy. Yeah, I didn't... The most. I didn't know Superman can use the infinite mass punch. I don't know if you knew that. The infinite mass punch? Yeah. The thing that Flash does all the time. Oh. Where he runs like faster than the speed of light and punches people with it with infinite mass in his fist. Yeah, disintegrate. You would disintegrate. Um, it does. Uh, it, it is 200 septillion times <laughs> more powerful than, That's made up. than the biggest nuclear bomb ever made. You're yeah. talking out your yeah. infinite ass, man. Jesus that's Christ. a made up number. Well, that's what I, I had that website that people were calculating whenever he drug a solar system. Like, and, so, and people were talking about but that how much, was, that how, was how pre-crisis. much force that would take. Um, that was pre-crisis. Sure. I'm, I'm going to go with post-crisis Superman be, uh, yeah. because the powers are just way more straightforward. And, mm. and mm-hmm. there was a lot less like 
we're going to write a comic book and we're going to give Superman a power right. to deal with this thing in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Superman is Sounds familiar right. yeah. with Torquassum Row and Torquassum Vow. God which, bless you. Which, <laughs> which are Kryptonian martial arts, uh-huh. and they both have to do with the body and the mind. Sure, sure. Which I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and Superman's biggest biggest inhibitor is he placed like subconscious blocks on himself. Yeah, he held, he holds back basically Un, unintentionally. It's not like he's right. holding back. Like for example, I read. That for a long time he couldn't go to space because he thought he needed to breathe. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And then he had to like basically train and teach himself mm. that I don't I don't need to breathe. Yeah, but I'm, a, I'm an he, alien. If he went to space, he would make himself pass. You know, it's like yeah. the the interesting fake medicine. What is it? Yeah. Placebo effect. <laughs> fake medicine. Invi- yeah, invi- fake yeah. medicine. <laughs> All medicine is fake. Research flat Earth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Jesus Christ! So. So here's here's the thing. All that stuff being said, who's kicking everything? That was me. Superman's Superman's potential is unlimited. Basically, that's, yeah. That's the point of Superman. Mm-hmm. The point of Goku is that he's just a dude who faces every challenge head on mm-hmm. and through sheer force of will gets through it. That's what's cool about Goku. He certainly doesn't outthink anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he does not. If it's not a clear path, he is fucked. Mm, yep. <laughs> but, but he's like, you know, it's like the old, the ultimate version of like the old college try, right? <laughs> Goku just, he's he Rudy. Just, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, he is, you know, he, <laughs> he just gets in there and he gets his dick kicked in and he trains and then he goes yeah. back and he wins. And that's sure. what's super cool. But... That will never beat Superman. Oh no! Right, be- because Superman is designed to be the ultimate, the, yeah, like he, the ultimate yeah. power exactly in the universe. Right, which again, it's the reason I don't read Superman because it's total BS. Well, and I think that's <laughs> it is. It's so dumb. Right. So you're you're flopping. Yes, he's flopping. Yeah, I'm yeah. flopping. Yay! Uh, but no, that that's why I think it's so hard to make like a good Superman movie, other than. Way back yeah. in the day, like the the two basically right. were like re- genuinely good. Well, yeah, it's because how do you challenge Superman besides taking away his powers, like blah blah blah? blah. Well, and st- stuff that you know, I've read Superman has traveled t- uh, multiple millions of times faster than the speed of light. Right. Yeah. He lifted a book with infinite pages. Yeah. In it. <laughs> he did that thing where he got that. How, who, wrote, who wrote that? George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, George, George isn't writing anymore. Yeah. No, he's on Pluto. He's on Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he went to the fringes of the known, like, like what I can't remember what exactly it was, but like, and got something that no, like, didn't, wasn't even perceived to be able to be get. That's what gotten, I, yeah, you know. He, he there that, was a, you you stumbled through that, but I, you got through it. There, there was a comic, you Goku'd that. I've had some drinks. <laughs> Goku'd it. There Basically, was a, there was a comic where Jimmy Olsen hits his Superman. Help me watch. Right? <laughs> Which releases like a signal that yeah. only Superman can hear. But Superman heard it seconds after he hit it when Superman was in the Vegas system. Right. And he arrived on Earth within minutes. Yeah. And, so and, like And like there's in like the time where he has done some of these like insanely comp, like insane like strength feats yeah. and like physical feats, it's because of like he's been taken over by something or something has like got his unlimited power. Right. And like done it for him. Right. Um, because like you said, Superman either Consciously holds back or un- or subconsciously yeah. holds back, and, and I, it, it just 
Brennan and I talked about this though. It, it wouldn't. I think we all mentioned it too on the podcast. It wouldn't matter because if this movie were to ever be made to a straight to DVD movie, yeah. they would end up fighting a bigger evil. They would. Well, they right. would start fighting, and then something would happen, and they yeah. would team up and fight. They and would, we're also going to dive in a little bit. They would both be on the ground, and they'd both be bleeding from the corner of their mouth. Yeah. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have to put aside our differences. Exactly. What differences? We're from different universes. You just showed up and started both aliens on Earth. There, Martha. (laughs) Why'd you say that name? Okay. All right. Flip flop. That's fine. So I know that took a while, but I wanted I wanted to explain the the sides that I came up and yeah, you did good. That's really great. And I want to bring up a little something else on and another thing. So okay. Yeah. Hope you wrote it down. I'll remind you in your dream journal. I don't write. I don't write my awake dreams in my dream journal. Awake dreams? Yeah. Daydreams, if you will. No, no, no. <laughs> awake dreams. No, they're different. <laughs> These right. are different. So moving on from that, uh, this time I asked the boys, the you boys, guys, you guys, uh, to give me their the best or favorite trilogy movie trilogy geared towards Brendan geared towards your, so your boy I Brendan. pick E.T. three times <laughs> I stole your joke <laughs> idiot <laughs> I made that joke just a second ago <laughs> so yeah knives out let's go I'll go first okay I'll bring my knife out so I was gonna say Lord of the Rings but I think I would have yeah. failed that oh. because you have to strap in for 12 hours <laughs> of a trilogy I got time I know you do but <laughs> but also you don't <laughs> and I don't uh, so I went with what I said on the podcast, the Cornetto trilogy. Oh, nice. So that is that is Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and At World's End. Yeah, you went with a thematic trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Three, it's, un- yes. three unrelated movies. Go ahead. It's thematic trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, suck on that. <laughs> I go Kooji. <laughs> uh, so Shaun of the Dead came out in 2004, mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz 2007, and then a bit of a break in The World's End came out in 2013. Uh, right. 13. right. Uh, it's the same writer, director, acting partners. So Edgar Wright, um, uh, oh Jesus Christ, Nick. Uh, yep, Nick Frost and uh, uh, Simon Pegg. Jesus Christ. You almost said Simon. <laughs> Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost. Uh, Edgar Wright is uh, Sean. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, it's the directed them all, and then Simon Pegg and Nick Frost acted in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so my main argument here, and then I'll kind of expound on it. Not only is this some, a trilogy that you could, you could, if you had to clean your whole entire apartment, you could have it on and it would be fine and you would still laugh and enjoy it and, and all that stuff. Right. But if you wanted to sit down and watch a great movie, mm-hmm. you could pick them and still sink your teeth into them. They're not like right. light and only to have on in the background. Um, so the, the, the main point of this argument is that if you stack any one of those movies up with any one of his movies, they're going to have more heart, they're going to be better acted, and they're going to be funnier. I guarantee it, especially if he picked The Thing. Yeah, I'm looking right at you. <laughs> I didn't, but... The Good. Thing, the Thing trilogy? Yeah, so that's awesome. Um, uh, I'm, I've seen all these movies. Yes. I'm a huge, huge fan of all And these I know movies. you would rank them, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, World's End. More than likely, yes. What I would say is, so uh, for those who don't know, Shaun of the Dead is a romantic zom- zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. Rom- rom-com zombie. A lot of throwbacks to George Romero movies, zombie movies, everything like that. In, uh, I did a, I did a, uh, a project in, mm-hmm. uh, when I went to Missouri State, I majored in film and I did a project for one of my film classes on how crazy good this film was put together yeah. and oh, edited yeah. and with all the, mm-hmm. you know, the quick, loud 
uh, bits on just when he's like buttering his toast. Yeah. The, it's these like intense, yeah. uh, sound heavy, mm-hmm. intense cuts, uh, that kind of build tension without you realizing it. Right. He's just buttering toast, but you don't realize that. And then they use it later when the actual mm-hmm. action is happening. Yeah. Um, and that's just like a very small portion of how great the writing and, right, and right, right. how well put that, put together that film is. Uh, and then and they give away the whole plot in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they say all, yeah. everything. Genius. It's so great. He walks to the store and everything. Next yeah. time I see you, you're dead. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I love and then all the drunk, little yeah, things. Nick Frost's character is like, we go to this place, we do yeah. this, and then we come back here for shots. Yeah. It's uh, it, so many good one-liners. Yeah. In that oh, movie. my gosh. Yeah. And yet, like I said, you can still sink your teeth into every mm-hmm. bit of that movie, and it's still a great movie. Same thing, and even more so with Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Oh, Some yeah. people say it's more wordy, but if you actually like, Ooh. yeah, if you actually yeah. pay attention to it, they they also do a similar thing where they're like foreshadowing the shit out of stuff. Yeah. There's a there's a scene where he's asking uh, Nick Frost, the junior cop, is asking Simon Pegg if he's ever done these things, and by the end and of the movie, he's done all they those do things, all those yeah. things. Uh, your gun going ah yeah no wonder if I my gun in there going, going ah but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah and then and then the world's end is a great like. Martin Freeman's in it. Uh, Patty Considine, yep. uh, one of the Andes, mm-hmm. is in it. And then the other two, obviously. Uh, and then I can't remember the other actor's name, the mm-hmm. little short, shorter, more rotund. Oh, one. yeah. He was in it. Yes. I know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they're just five, uh, I believe, college friends, maybe high school friends that come mm-hmm. together for this pub crawl. That they uh, did years and years ago. Yeah. And, and never finished. Right. And right. Uh, alien slash robot type things attack. And mm-hmm. it's a shitload of fun. Yeah. Um, I would say it's one of the darker ones because Simon Pegg has the least likable character oh, in that one. His character's awful. <laughs> until, you know, like the last three-fourths right, or the right, last right. fourth of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but these these movies are so well-written that I think that's going to take it over the top of whatever... Uh, what's your name? Whatever he's going to... Whatever this guy's going <laughs> to pick. Did you ever see Spaced? The, the yes. Edgar Wright show yes. from way back in the day. When they have the slow mo gunfight. Oh god. Yes. It's, <laughs> space is a phenomenal show that a lot of the people from Space are in Shaun of the Dead and, mm. and things like that. The so. lead. Yeah. The, it was kind of funny. The lead lady in. Yeah. That. She plays the pseudo Shaun. Yeah. <laughs> the mirror image Shaun. His old girlfriend. Yeah. That's that's so great. Anyway, yeah. So so not only is it going to be light enough for you to play anytime, mm-hmm. if you ever wanted to sit down with Malls and watch, introduce her to amazing thematic right. themes. Boom. Any one of those. There you go. Suck on that, That's it. Randy. Uh, Brian's doesn't count because it's technically four movies because Ooh. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost's Star Wars is also part of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also go watch that because yeah, that's cause fucking it's so hilarious. Funny when they recreate scenes from Star Wars. Oh my god, it's oh Jesus. Yeah, that's a great. I'm glad you brought that up. That might strengthen my argument. That short is so good. Anyway, um, so I am going to pick Lord of the Rings. Oh mm. shit, that would have been awkward. It was. Um, <laughs> you guys should talk more. So I think the the biggest argument that Lord of the Rings has is it's. It's not the first trilogy, but it's the first trilogy. Yeah. Those those movies, those books, they are designed to work together. Right, right. And the great thing about them is each one of those individual movies, Fellowship, Two Towers, mm-hmm. Return of the King, work on their own Correct. incredibly well Yep. and work inside the story mm-hmm. incredibly well. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you talk about writing, you talk about casting, you got Peter Jackson as the director. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's one of the greats nowadays. Oh, yeah. 
Um, the the casting is is per. I mean, can you picture anyone else as Frodo no, other than Elijah Wood? No, not at all. Orlando <laughs> Bloom as uh, Legolas. Yeah. You know, it's just all those iconic oh, characters. Yeah. The writing you have. Ma- Magneto is Gandalf. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like no one else could play Gandalf. Ever. All of that stuff. All those characters are just so iconic. Right, right, right. And well acted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the story. Is there a more classic hero's journey than yes, there is. It's Star Wars, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Like Remember earlier oh, yeah. when you said that was the first trilogy, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you forgot about what Star Wars. Yeah, no, Lord of the Rings came before Star Wars. All right. The books. I mean, the books. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, I, I just, anyway, I want to keep this short because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're, we're short on time. But, like, if you think about those movies individually and as a group, they, whatever. I think they work yeah. really well because they're so connected to each right, other. Right, right, right. And, of course, you have all the critical and, and fan acclaim. You know, try and buy a Shaun of the Dead shirt at a store, and I think you'll have a little bit of a tough time versus finding a Lord of the Rings shirt. Now I'm not saying it's bad. It just, he doesn't have enough of a neck beard to wear a Lord of the Rings. shirt. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me you don't want a Sean Bean shirt that says one does not simply walk into Mordor. (laughs) It's annoying because you were using a lot of the arguments I was going to use to argue for Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Uh, Real quick. uh, What would you say against Lord of the Rings? That if you it, it doesn't end, if you watch Return of the King, it ends. It ends well. I guess it ends nine times in that movie. <laughs> yeah. But then, but but then you've wasted your entire day, and now it's time to sleep. If you wake up at eight a.m. <laughs> and watch that trilogy, you're gonna be Especially, at eight a.m. Yeah, again. Because I only, with the I only extended editions. Yeah. Which I well, think are the required. I think but that's the thing is you've said right. that the extended editions are the ones you want to watch. Which I, I think right. anyone who is a fan of those movies is going to agree. Yeah. Because. You want more of these movies, correct? You you want more. You want more of the detail, boring story. Yeah. <laughs> I want more. That's how Lord good it is. Yeah. yeah, that worked that out be... for the Hobbit. That's different. We're not talking about the Hobbit. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Based <laughs> on the beloved children's pamphlet, <laughs> hundred pages. We stretch the three movies. What would you say against the Cornetto trilogy? He can't turn yeah. his mic off. <laughs> okay, there there is a definite weak movie in the Cornetto trilogy. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is one of the classics. Yep. Hot Fuzz is a really good movie. Right. World's End is... World's End is good. Yeah. It's good. But again, that's going to be ranked on the bottom. Yeah. And I mean, you could make that argument about Two Towers, but because... That's got Helm's Deep. What am I doing? Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the way those movies are structured and those, you know, the story is structured, everything is... Essential right. and well, I mean, whatever. Well yeah, made, yeah. well directed, well acted, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's um, there's not a definite hard weak point in the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, what I think is what the biggest strength. If right? you've seen that picture of Orlando Bloom on the surfboard with his penis out, you can never <laughs> never look at Legolas the same again. I'm sorry, which pictures? Are you huh? Like? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> What's your choice, man? <laughs> Uh, man, really good trilogies. I, I really appreciate that. Would you, also, we were going back and forth because I think actually you would have picked if we did the Toy Story trilogy. You might have. Well, I, 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 I know you love. I, I, technically, that would that wouldn't count. Well, it hasn't come out yet. The fourth one hasn't come out. So it hasn't come out yet. Um, no, yeah. If you would, yeah, Toy Story, 
if we would have counted it, prob- probably. And you definitely would have picked E.T. three times. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you would just presented <laughs> the E.T. three times. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I think I'm going to go with Lord of the Rings. God damn it. Yes. Because I'm, I still win because I was going to pick that one. Uh, I didn't. So. <laughs> because I, I think I, I agree with what you brought up is that the Cornetto trilogy, while Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz are both fantastic, borderline perfect movies, World's End is a great movie. It is totally, yeah. totally fine. But it's at the same time, it's like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Whereas Lord of the Rings, it's all those movies are just phenomenally amazing. When so. you come back, I think you'll find mm-hmm. that the perfection of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz outweigh how great oh, the see. trilogy yeah. itself was. Sure. Uh, I'll have Molly watch all these movies with me and see when she falls asleep. And that'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start them at the same time every night. <laughs> no. It doesn't count because no, she's she loves, falling asleep. She loves Lord of the Rings. So. Oh, okay. I was gonna say halfway, she's halfway through she's, fellowship. She's never seen the Cornetto trilogy, so I'm curi- I'm honestly curious. She's never seen any of them. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I don't. You swallowed very loudly. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna <laughs> like like it. <laughs> I think she'll be into. She the doesn't first... like this podcast. I don't think she'll. Oh like... yeah, that's true. She's not really a big horror movie person, so Shaun of the Dead might be her like. Oh, I don't really know. So we'll see. But no, I'm I'm pumped. I I've been meaning to. I re- I watched Lord of the Rings extended edition like. Last time I watched it was maybe a couple years ago, so I'm I'm ready to dive back into it again. It's yeah. actually like I didn't do it this year, uh, but it's normally a Christmas tradition for me to oh, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. three of those. Yeah, because I reread I reread Lord, the Lord of the Ring bleh, Lord of the Ring books not too long ago, and I'm I'm very excited to dive back into it. Yeah, because there are already stuff in the books. Don't look at five point two percent alcohol. <laughs> I'm I'm very curious after rereading the books what what the movies are like now. You know what I mean? So I'd like to hear you in probably mm-hmm. in another thing is compare the movies to the books. Cause yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, totally sure. unfamiliar with the mm-hmm. source material for Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah. So we're, uh, I don't know if we need the whole podcast. Really. All they did was leave out Tom Bombadil. That's, that's <laughs> kind really? of the main thing. There's yeah. a whole section in, uh, in fellowship where they go to Tom Bombadil mm-hmm. and that's with, the biggest thing. There's like little things, obviously that, that are going to get left out. Cause but sure. sure. But thematically in a movie, it makes more sense for them just to keep moving through that. Cause in the book, it spends a, they spend a lot of, a chunk of time with Tom Bombadil uh, but yeah, but in the movie, it just makes more sense for them just to keep moving through the story. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it, to its source material it was really good. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So next time. Well, congratulations, idiot. Thanks. <laughs> Who's going next time? Me. Hey, what do you got? Well, it's interesting because we kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning, oh, but shit. what I want you guys to do is to come at me with hard, hard, <laughs> And try to, now, I'm not going to end up believing them. Well, who knows? But come at me with conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. And argue to me which <laughs> one I should believe. Man, that's not fair. Out of you know two. I'm going to pick reptilians. <laughs> that's the best one. That's here's such the thing. a good one. But here's the thing. Like, I w- I'm, I'm going to take it in as if you, you believe We are it. actually oh. selling you on this and our, okay, and our, okay. So the more outlandish it is, the harder time you're going to have. Yeah, that's true. True. But I mean, don't be, you know, don't be stupid. Yeah. Did you know windows used to be a different size and now they make them smaller so they can sell different blinds? <laughs> did you know that postage stamp glue is made out of horse bones or whatever? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even have to be your favorite. What, you know, whatever you think you can sell me on, but like make okay. it yeah. get as weird oh, as I'm, you want, I'm get pumped. as narrow as you one. want. Can we, can we cut out flat earth because we've talked about it I was going to so say, I, yeah, let's put that caveat on it that we're not okay. going to do flat earth. Don't do hollow moon either. Fuck. I just won't 
It won't work. You can do it. Fine. Hollow Earth it is. <laughs> because the reptilians live inside of it. Now let's talk about... Oh, yeah. that, that's going to be a very fun one. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, we'll need some serious one. beer for that. That's yeah, a good one. Oh, yeah. And you're bringing it, so you'll get it. It's going to be dark and bitter. i gotta, I got to knock Great. off some time off my day. Anyway. I'll bring some water to mix with that beer. Yeah. So where can people find us, Brian? <laughs> oh, they can find us on the internet. Good. Not wrong. Oh, specifically where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can find us, let's see, you can email us at uh, debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can get us on Twitter at debatesontap. You can get us on Instagram at debatesonpictures. Um, also, we don't normally say this, but I think we should start. And it's kind of a little bit narcissistic, but go ahead and rate us on whatever you're listening to us on. Right. iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, help just us, help us maintain that five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah. Got a perfect yeah. rating right now. 12, but if, 12 ratings. If I feel <laughs> like a lot of flat earthers are going to come here and hit the one star, <laughs> which is fine. Hey, if you didn't like this, that's fine. You know what? If, if you are a flat earther and you've made it this far, all we've done is promoted your theory. Right. We're yeah. getting the idea out there. You, Do your mm, own research. Any yeah. impressionable... Sheeple. Any impressionable person that that kind of uh, ignores science is going to be on your side. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, if if you do just a simple click on on the star icons, wherever you think that it actually does help people get noticed and helps yeah. us mm-hmm. helps us grow and, and bring more stuff to you. But I think besides that, uh, tune in next week for another uh, episode of and another thing. Where we dive deeper into some conversations that we have on debates on tap, but can't get too deep into. So, I think that's it, right? That is the sign off. We got to get a more succinct sign off. I feel like I've been talking for an hour. Yeah, we did do something. But shit. Bye.